0: Young Media. Live? Like, comment, subscribe. Right.
1: Like, comment,
0: subscribe. Tell us a little bit about your background. And then after that, let's get into the various organizations and what they really focus on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I am a longtime autistic autism specialist, and I worked as a, a behavioral interventionist. That's how I got started into this field 30 years ago, actually. Uh, and uh, and then after that, I got trained in a relationship-based approach. So through behavioral therapy, you know, I would train other people. And through the relationship-based program, I only, at our clinic, we only worked with parents and And then in 2019, I started the nonprofit Autism Career Pathways because after doing this for 30 years, my little clients grew up and some of them have multiple degrees and they can't even get a summer job at Domino's even though they are the pizza expert. (laughs) They love it. They love it. You know, so it just... Prompted me, you know, their failures, uh, their inability to uh, be employed really made me uh, think about, you know, what's what's all this hard work for? You know, I watched them grow up. I was a partner to their family. There is such great people, all of them. You know, they, well, all they have do been. become your family, don't they? They do. They <laughs> they do. They're like my they own kids. kids. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: And, and also in the industry, you're with them for so long. You know, right. um, you know, we were on the front lines doing it for a lot of years as well. Mm-hmm. And and we met them at the age of like, you know, a, a few of our consumers, we met at the, like, the age of like 25. Yeah, and then right. we stayed 10 to 15 years with them. Right. And so you actually see them grow up and develop and become something I more do. during those years. So that that becomes yeah. um, it, it just makes you more invested. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I just feel I then I realize that it, the, the world is not ready for neurodivergent people because, uh, you know, uh, neurodivergent people are being asked to fit into the neurotypical mold. And that's really a problem. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's that's why I created Autism Career Pathways with other autistic people. And my story has come full circle because I am also a late diagnosed, you know, autistic woman with sensory processing disorder and auditory processing disorder. I learned that I have dyscalculia, which is number dyslexia, uh, and I have other a couple of other co-occurring conditions commonly associated. Uh, with being autistic. And uh, so now I know why I'm here and why mm-hmm. for 30 right. years I just kept restarting, restarting, restarting. You know, like people ask me, why do you want to start something new at your age? <laughs> you know, I can't <laughs> just, right. It's never too late. It's never too late. It's never too
0: late, right. never too late to, re- um, to reinvent yourself, you know? Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's not like I, I, I love what. I did, of course, and all these trainings that I got, certification. I, I loved it. Uh, I was certified in relationship development intervention uh, for twenty years. So I left that behind because I felt like there's something missing, you know. And now I know that missing part is really to create something as part of the autistic community. Uh, using my own true identity as an auti- as an autistic person. Yeah, so it's, yeah.
0: yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Our whole thing, our whole thing, just to let you know, is we got this saying and, and we like to say, know your purpose. That's, that's what we used to tell our consumers. That's what it should be about. I know you can't always make money, you know, living out your purpose. Sometimes it's just, it should be like just something that you do on the side while you're still making an income but some people <laughs> who are lucky enough to live their purpose and still right. make an income. That's the beautiful right. connection. <laughs> and so if you're one of those people, that's great. And so that's why I think your story is, um, it's, it's pretty magical because you also Thank have your you. master's degree.
1: Yes. I'm a curriculum designer. I got my wow. master's degree online. Actually, Wow, it was the only way I could do it online because, uh, school was not easy for me because, mm-hmm. you know, when you go to a university everything is in the format of like lectures and you have to read lots of research papers and textbooks it's just not suitable for autistic people with mm-hmm. learning differences you know so if i hear my professor doing a lecture and i'm supposed to integrate integrate what i hear to the textbook or what's in, written in front of me and expected to take notes it just I cannot multiprocess that way. That's auditory processing challenges, you know? Yeah, yeah. So like, plus being in a room full of people, it's just noise coming, not just from people, your classmates, but also from, I have super hearing. I can hear the buzzing <laughs> from the light and I hear insects. I don't like That's insects. Like <laughs> I, could, yeah. I could hear, you know, <laughs> when they say super, like abilities, that's not a good thing, you know, for sure, me that, anyways, sure, when you're so right. hypersensitive, it's so yeah. distracting. And, uh, I went to UCLA and I managed to survive and <laughs> graduate, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but it wasn't easy. wasn't yeah. easy. Uh, so when I got my master's degree, uh, online, uh, programs, I think for other autistic people, it's awesome. It's, self pace. you you can choose what you're to write about or to do research uh in what you're interested in i think it's re- it was really a game changer for me it was still hard but i advise advice for autistic people to to do that to do online learning and you know programs and that's We're, great that's great we just yeah.
0: released a video about a gentleman uh-huh. who got accepted to stanford Right. And he went through. He went through. I don't I don't know if you've seen that video. I think you I think you actually liked it on Instagram, I believe. I'm not sure. But he went to Um. he got accepted to Stanford. and He just needed uh-huh. a couple of extra, you know, Um. Uh, just a little bit more of assistance. Yes. And, and they would not they would not extend that to him. And he went through the rigorous, mm. you know, just just qualification of the application process and everything that mm-hmm. goes into that. Mm-hmm. And they just wouldn't extend that to him. He had to actually fight for it. Yeah. And then when other students found out about it, they started supporting him. And, of course, everybody yeah. kind of rallied around him at, at one point. He got yeah. needed to follow through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Things
2: happen so often. They, they're they so just up. not, you know, of course, put on, like, the front page of the news. You, yeah. you never hear about it. Yeah, we
0: have to dig for these stories. We have right. to dig for them and try to mm-hmm. and try to kind of re, re-expose them mm-hmm. on a on a broader scale. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we really are focused on doing. Yeah. We're not really – we used to run a training center. And, uh-huh. and 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 on the front lines doing that and helping mm-hmm. people with special needs just learn basic yeah. computer skills basic math skills right. um just general art skills on mm-hmm. computers and things like that and mm-hmm. um, and we restructured everything to actually you know just raise awareness mm-hmm. and now we're doing everything online so we're pretty much like a hub yeah and we want to just be like a launch pad for anything mm-hmm. with the special needs related that's really what it's about yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> well, well i i think so when i started autism career pathways you know, it's such a complex issue, right? It's not just training the job seekers uh, to help them to prepare them to be more career ready, but also where can they go, <laughs> where who will hire them, yeah. right? Yeah. And I talk in 2019, I uh, stepped down from Catch Clinic, which is the parent coaching clinic that uh, I, I own uh, with my husband and to just really research and learn about uh, nor employability. And it's a jungle out there, you know, and everybody, every organization I talk to, uh, they all have the same question. You know, do you have the database of willing businesses who Mm. can offer internships uh, or hiring? Well, any kind of (laughs) hiring, part-time, full-time. The database is very minimal.
2: Yeah, it is. You know,
1: yeah, and I got a small grant to host Autism Goes to Work uh, last year, and my idea was to bring all these autistic talents uh, into this event and have just our community where I live, Redwood City, Palo Alto, which is where Stanford is, to just come together and meet all these talents. You know, there's a face behind. Autism, like autistic people are so diverse yeah so yeah. I had uh, autistic artists autistic author advocates I had a, a autistic uh, band like they were gonna come already bought the plane tickets and everything in uh, artists autistic art exhibition as part of it and we put the art up into the venue and the next day it was shut down mm. so the whole thing was cancelled Wow. so I ended up uh, like April, May of last year, just, uh, helping these people to get their, uh, airfare refunded basically, you know, and the art got stuck in the venue until I got them back in the fall, you know, because it, it was shut down. So there were a lot of, uh, things like that. And okay. So I got digressed. So the reason I talked about this, because as part of that event, I was going to approach. I approach our uh, chamber of commerce, our business uh, development in our city. The interest is was barely lukewarm. Yeah, it yeah. Breaks my heart, you know. Yes, Perhaps the event to. didn't happen. But what do we have to do to really have people just? You know, like be open, listen, yeah, yeah. and ask questions. Mm-hmm. Right? I, There's I mean, also, the, need for. Yeah, it,
0: it is. Um, it is. And to put this in the spotlight. And I noticed, right. you see, I actually track some of the information online when it comes right. to businesses like yours, right. like what we do. and And we're struggling for the views, we're struggling for the attention, right. we're struggling right. for. Um, our platforms to really get the notoriety and the funding, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, A lot of these other, if you were, and and I think I mentioned this in a previous interview, but Mm -hmm. if you were to put up something that was very colorful or something that's very, uh, I guess, (laughs) seductive. you know, that gets a lot of traction. online. That gets a lot of traction. You know, know, people want to support that and fund those type of um, organizations or individuals. Well, something like this, it's not like a lot of people saying, hey, here, 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 I'll help you any way I can. Right, it's not it's not out there like that. So you have to go digging for it, or you got to create your own your own platform and pray Mm -hmm. for the best outcome.
1: Yeah, yeah, very important. Yeah, yeah, it's Um, very it's it was in two thousand nineteen. I created the uh, Capable tool. That's a a career uh, screening tool. mm -hmm. So my dream is to have small to medium sized businesses use this work skill assessment to replace verbal interview Mm. so this is something that you might be interested because i'm very passionate to help people who are more impacted by their special needs conditions whatever that may be right and people who uh, don't use computers people who definitely cannot pass uh, verbal job interviews. That's what it's for. And so it's done. I did the pilot. And then, you know, um, I was hoping that our event, the Career Expo, would help, would gain some interest from businesses in my community to say, oh, yeah, we want to learn about these uh, work skill assessment. You know, we we want to use it and so on. So post-COVID, (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. right. I'm hoping to partner up with some businesses who will say, yeah, show us what it looks like and we want to learn about it. So I think that if all kinds of businesses and companies can take on North Evergent hiring completely in-house, so they don't have to call like other organizations, they don't have to be on the waiting list for, uh, employment specialists yeah. to have availability to shadow you know an autistic person to do a trial at the cafeteria right?
0: exactly, yeah, so, exactly. you
1: know at that rate it's gonna be slow so slow <laughs> you know so uh that's that's my goal you know um to to help this world tap into all kinds of talents um of people who are just like a little different
2: yeah yeah, uh, yeah. and I
1: was going to ask you about that
2: mm-hmm. uh, the career assessment screening tool mm-hmm. and I saw because I was you know looking at the videos with mm-hmm. uh, Krista Alex and Mateo wonderful oh, yeah. wonderful thank you <laughs> so but I did want you to um, touch bases on the workspace um, mentorship training program mm-hmm. so can you, like go into detail about that
1: Yes, so our plan is to uh, put together autistic advocates who enjoy online uh, teaching. Uh, So this group of people can do online classes, monthly online classes, for families of raising autistic youth so that uh, they can develop a workbook, career workbook. Okay. And uh, I develop a curriculum to explore autistic special interests. Special interest is very important, by the way. It's very important because it gives us um, a leverage uh, when it comes to knowledge, when it comes to abilities, when it comes okay. to a pathway to just explore new things related to one's special interest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my brother was always been, ever since he was a little boy, he was always been interested in cars, for example. He learned to drive <laughs> at the age of the 13. <laughs> I grew up in a, in a different country, like in Asia, yeah, you know, yeah. and he learned how to take up, a car engine like as a teenager uh and and today he's a very successful businessman owner of an auto detail shop so this is what i mean special interest yeah right yeah yeah. Uh, it's something that goes beyond like career opportunities but it's our own safe place where we could like just, we come home and just do this thing. And I met so many autistic people with very unique special interests, such as
2: mushrooms,
1: (laughs) (laughs) tortoise, Uh, Uh, very specific, Yeah, you know, uh, or or just making beautiful art, you know, um, whatever that may be, you know, collecting things, uh, So it's, it's very important, I think, for parents. Oh, uh, also uh, a very common special interest is just categorizing, collecting, categorizing things. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's rock or I have a young man who loves orange things. So that's Mm -hmm. his thing. He collects things from around the house that happens to be that particular color, Mm -hmm. color of the month. (laughs) But what that has given him the ability is one is to persevere because when you're, you have something in mind, right? I'm, I'm looking for this thing. You have to be resilient. Right. And he I also agree. learns how to organize things, you know? I agree.
0: Uh, I agree. Yeah. I, I, you know, I forgot who said this, but someone said that, a, a great businessman, he stated that if you're going to build something, build it from a place of experience, right. not from a place of deficit or lack. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. what that does is that gives you the best chance of success. Right. So you find out, you tap into what they're great at, you try to isolate that skill and say, how can we transition this skill set into right. a paycheck? <laughs> right.
1: And, and so that's, that's right.
0: kind of what it, you're talking about right now, I think, and I think that's a great way for yeah. special yeah. needs or anybody yeah. else in general in life. They, they, yeah. we go from a place. I,
1: yes. Yeah, exactly. So special interests, online classes is wonderful because then I can have Kai who owns, who's autistic and he's in Australia and his company is called... Uh, uh, Kaiko fidgets. Uh, mm. And he does what he does. He actually makes the fidgets. Mm. Oh, this is actually one of his fidgets, by the way, which I love. I do. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like kind of like little ball, like metal balls. Yeah. yeah. But he has different kinds, you see. So sometimes he makes these with a few friends. And I have interviewed him. So uh, and I was planning to have. Kai come back and just, uh, be able to set a good example for families for, you know, and nothing is too stupid or too small. I, <laughs> agree. I agree. Things I agree. that you do with your hands, things that you create. Somebody invented the toothpick. Right. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> and I think it think has a patent on it.
1: Exactly. So I mean, exactly. think about that. So, you know, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, so this, that's the special interest uh, course. Yeah, I just have lots of these ideas in my mind, but I, of course I'm just one person, so it's more fun to teach it with other autistic people of all ages and who can show... Uh, you know, parents and autistic teens, you know, look at what I've created. This is my company. This is how I got started. This is, you know, so yeah, we have online classes for this. Our, one of our board members, Andrew Comer is an, he's an autistic financial consultant. So in may, we're doing a class for families to learn about building autistic owned, Home businesses. That's right. That's right. So that's going to be very exciting. So when we have autistic people come in, we have Andrew and I can come in to talk about the special interests, Uh, and uh, yeah. So we 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 try to do what we can to really advocate and inspire. Uh, I get very anxious if I can. I don't like to just talk. I like to do to go to actually do things, be in the field, talk to people and uh, connect with other people and that's what I like to do.
0: And, and that's that's yeah. of course that's very important networking and, and building that circle because right. you know uh, it's only 24 hours in a day and you only have limited uh, you know limited amount of energy. You know, right. so you know you got a thousand ideas. Like I, you know, I'm just like that as well. I got a thousand ideas, a thousand things exactly. I want to do in life. Exactly. But it's only 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. I'm only, I'm only one person. We're only two people, and, um, mm-hmm. and we want to just make a bigger splash, a bigger impact. So right. people like yourself and people that we've been interviewing, we kind of keeping them all in our back pocket. But when right. we are trying to do something bigger, hey, you just pull everybody in. I mean, you know, maybe you're a specialist at this exactly. area. We're good at this, and we can bring this to the table. And we right. all kind of pull our resources and, and do something, you know, that's going to have a bigger impact. Exactly. that we're trying to serve. Right. Right. We create our own circle
1: of support. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think connecting with the right organization, the right people, uh, you know, is, is the best way to go because we can't do this alone, you know. That's right. Yeah. And, and yeah. now,
2: Macy, you are part of our <laughs> circle of
1: support. That- yeah, thank you. Of course, of course. Right. You know, and I think the more people you have, you know, the uh, the better the party is, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, it's, we're trying to knock on doors to, uh, communities who may not know, not much about our mission because maybe they don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they don't know much about autism or down syndrome or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, mental health issues. Maybe they don't know, uh, it's hard to do that. I'm tired of knocking on doors.
2: Door. Yep, right, <laughs> yep, right. Honestly, yeah.
1: honestly, in 2019, and, I was thinking, well, we have so many uh, game gaming companies here in the Bay Area. Why don't I just talk to the CEOs and you know? So I was like very naive. Like I went out to take uh, one of the directors out to lunch and paid for the lunch. <laughs> 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 Only for this guy to tell me, you know, uh, the pace of creating these uh, software and things like that—it's so fast, you know. I, I could just feel the tone of his voice, yeah, like how yeah. skeptic he was. Yeah, it's like he didn't even look at,
2: yeah,
1: uh, you know, the tool that I developed, right? Uh, but it—it it, it was. After that, I said, okay, I'm not gonna do that anymore.
0: Yeah. Plus, when you go that route, you're asking people to now think outside their normal box, right? So now he has to stretch himself and say, hey, I got this organization, we're developing these games and this software and stuff like that. I know they probably can't do coding. But how can I fit a person with a particular special need into my organization and he can still be fulfilled and he can fulfill what we need him to fulfill? And it's a yeah. win win for everybody involved. He would have to now be take the time out of his day critically think about a solution and then apply it and come back to you with a solution. Mm-hmm. Some people, they, 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 they that process is unattractive.
1: Right. They you know don't even so. want to <laughs> use their brain muscle to yeah. like, hmm. yeah. mm. And other people would be, well, you should contact this person. That's a really good idea. I love what you're doing. You should keep doing it. Maybe you should call this other company.
0: <laughs> yeah, <Yes. laughs> I'm mean, instead of trying to help themselves, right? Yes. <laughs> no, that was very. Cool. She's our phone person. She's on the phone. <laughs> I I, I mean, she handles all the grant related stuff. She's on right. the phone with all the local organizations, yeah. businesses right. nationwide. She's the one trying to make those phone calls. I'm kind of like the techie guy. I'm, I'm the I'm the everything right. else. <laughs> and right. so and so, she has those headaches. <laughs> and
2: it's the rejection. And then you're, oh, you're yeah. saying to yourself, my goodness, I, what I, I'm doing? I thought, I think I'm doing a good thing. I think we're doing yeah. a great thing. Yeah. We're yeah. we're not asking for monetary, like a come up. So yeah. we're, we're literally here telling you, okay, there's a problem. We have the solution. Let's yeah. let's work together. And they're going well. Like you could see the wheels turning. Like well, yeah, hey, like how can how I, I get I'm out of way. this? Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know what the money comes or it, it comes, the success of it comes if you just persevere, yeah. just, just keep right. it up. Yeah, Because they have no one. And you know, some of them are are uh, our age and they have elderly parents or their parents passed away and literally they have no one. Yeah. Right. So who's gonna care enough for them, right. you know? So I, we, we fear I that too for their lives. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I mean, just like anything, it's going to take it's going to take time. It's going to take some more time. You know, there, there, there were things that were not accepted, you know, 15 right. years ago that are now accepted. And it's it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Some of those things are not really things that are, have right. moral value. Right. <laughs> right. You know, but some of those things are things that that were very, um very. You know, impactful to society for those things to be accepted mm-hmm. and those type of people to be accepted. You know, so maybe just some more time and more education. You know, yeah, more more
1: time, but I think people don't know what they don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I mean, uh, I think that's the issue, and right now it's very hard to get proper training from uh, an autistic person. Uh, they're just not enough <laughs> yeah. right. people who can guide yes. uh, and, and help companies to really create their own uh, inclusivity hiring process. Yeah. So Autism Career Pathways, uh, within the next, hopefully, five years, we want to build a robust online platform containing uh, video training, short video training clips so at the click of a button if you own a bookstore this is how you that people can see this is how you screen uh autistic people or north African people and then this is how you guide them these are the type of accommodations uh and and updates like this is the person you know as part of our uh Uh, company culture and doing really well. And, you know, just those little videos to show people that it is possible and, and it's possible for uh, a company, a small company to actually embrace this process, Uh, you know, and, and uh, I, I think what we have a lot is just feel good videos here and there downloadables. A lot of the big companies, they're, awesome pioneers in this like Oracle, like all the tech companies, uh, they share of course the process as much as possible, but there are so many uh, neurodivergent people that's not their aptitudes. Yeah, You know, so I want to create a platform that can really show people how to do it. Like, just like YouTube, yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, YouTube school, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that's the goal is for in the post COVID. I want to find businesses, it doesn't matter where they are, to partner up with us and learn about the the capable tool, and I can help them customize the tool, the screening tool, and I can help them. Um, provide the training, create accommodations and and so on, you know, create a, a self disclosure process. Every company should say we're hiring neurodivergent people, whether you're, you have ADHD or you're autistic or, you know, we're open to working with you, you know? So if everyone can clearly say that (laughs) no one should hide, you know, Because if you have to hide, it's not going to last long.
2: Yeah, I agree. You're right.
1: I agree. And so it's basically like a one-stop shop. On the platform. Yes. I want to show like uh, hiring somebody like working at the library would be very similar to working at a secondhand bookstore, just uh, your bookstore at the community, for example. Right. Uh, What about working at a restaurant in places like that? And you would think, well, there's no way an autistic person can, because it's very noisy. And yet I know an autistic uh, barber, CJ, he's in Arizona. He actually taught me how to, cut uh, my husband's hair <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram wow. live. It was on autistic. Instagram live? Yeah, it didn't uh, go very awesome. well. There was a, like a patch in the back. That was my first <laughs> time. <laughs> hey,
0: hey. That's a learning curve right there. That's yeah, a, that was I'm, last I, year. I'm it was so much myself.
1: fun. <laughs> yeah, but I know how to cut my husband's hair and uh, my son's hair now, you know, but it's, it's, it's just so many autistic people doing um, wonderful careers. And you never know, because again, you think, oh, well, autis- an autistic person, there's no way you can have that kind of career because it's very loud, right? Working in the barber, uh, working with clippers, they're very no- noisy. But when I interview them, there's always one common thing that they had parents who really supported them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, parents who never gave up and really nurture them and, look at them today you know do out there and doing the advo- uh advocacy it's incredible yeah. and the
2: parents yeah. deserve that because they they yeah. literally give their lives to their children right because yeah. they don't you know it's not like they can move out on their own tomorrow you know but it, it right. which they can now i'm not saying they can't it's just right. you know nine out of ten times they stay with the kid until they
1: Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, housing, housing is another. Oh, yeah. Issue, yeah. A lot you know, of them are getting oh priced out gosh. the market, you know, the rental market, they get priced out. I mean, I have one mm-hmm. I have I had one consumer namely artist and mm-hmm. and every year they just raise his rent extra 50, extra 50. Yes. 100 here, 100 there. Exactly. After right. a while, he gets a certain social um, security income. He had a small part time right. job. Right. Um. He had mm-hmm. a he had a limited income. So I'm yeah. thinking, OK, in the next two or three years, how is he going to survive? Yeah, in the whole in the whole city of Tampa at that time, all the rent was going up. Right. And so that's another yeah. big issue. Housing That's is,
1: another is big critical. issue. Yeah. You know, we have so much issues yeah. like to tackle, you yeah. know, and uh, yeah. And I think, well, I, I talk about the curriculum for autistic youth and adults. And then I realized that I was creating the curriculum. I can't really do that without starting from the beginning which is the early intervention mm-hmm. curriculum, yes. right? And yeah, so I am doing both. So behind the scene, I'm, I, I have teamed up with a group of neurodivergent uh, professional specialists uh, to create an early intervention parent training curriculum. It's the same idea, it's an online platform that is going to be accessible and research, research and accessible. Uh, to parents from all over the world. Uh, and it's all about building positive uh, autistic identity as early as possible. So, right now, what we have for these little kids are a deficit and pathology model. Everything, uh, all, all these therapies um, these kids have, the moment they're given that report, I'm sorry your child is autistic. Mm-hmm. You should do these five things on this report. It's all about fixing. Fixing it. Yeah. This yeah. human being. And parents don't know, they're just raising a human being. They're not raising a checklist. They're yeah. not raising. That's a fat, sad thing that it's like these therapies are now have become big businesses. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Definitely. definitely. It is
1: funded, but it's big business and it's not good quality. <laughs> No, you know, people come to your house and do therapy for your child.
0: Yeah. A lot of these people are just, you know, I think I think it has something to do with the quality of people as well, because, you know, uh, and, and also the pay rate. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these services that are rendered to the consumers, they're like nine bucks Mm -hmm. an hour, 11 bucks an hour Mm -hmm. and things like that, because now you have to pay the agency. The agency gets the money from Medicaid or whatever, the Medicaid waiver program. Mm -hmm. Right. And then they trickle down that money to the person Mm -hmm. who's providing the direct service. Right. And that person is just kind of collecting the paycheck. making nine, ten Ten bucks an hour. It's a
1: business model.
0: Yeah, it's a business model. And it's Mm -hmm. not it's not it's no heart put into it. There's no soul and heart put into right, the whole thing. Right, right. Very
1: high turnover it. rate, and then Very plus, high. yeah, they have to drive all over. I used right. to do that as a Hero therapist. Yeah, like when I.
0: So I we were uh, supportive living coaches and employment yeah. coaches. So we did that for like what 15 years. Yeah. So we have about 25 years plus of, of combined experience yeah. doing it. And so we know exactly what the business model is. You know, we went through all the classes, we went through all the training, all the audits that that come along with that. Hands on, hands on, hands on. We we've changed a lot of lives during the you know fifteen plus years that each one of us did it. You know, um, so we know that from that standpoint. We have yeah. we don't have a child diagnosed with any special needs. Mm-hmm. We, as as far as we know, we don't have any special need issues between us, um, mm-hmm. and so we're just doing it from the heart, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. even if you're going to make a paycheck in this industry, because you got to feed your own family, you right. got to keep a right. in your head. Totally understand that mm-hmm. part of it. Mm-hmm. However, if you're going to do the job, do mm-hmm. it with some type of integrity.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, that's very. I mean, I've always loved working with kids. You know, I feel very comfortable working with autistic people of all ages, you know, I think because I I share the same neurology and that's probably why. But, you know, sometimes I'm asked, like, how can, how is it possible that you started working with this person when he was seven years old and he's 21 now? (laughs) (laughs) It's possible because... I see him as a person. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, it's a relationship first, right? right. It's not, yes, he's a client, but everything needs to be about your connection with that person first. There should be a curriculum about that. It should should be.
0: that that's, that's a special skill. That's that. a special skill, and that's something you probably can't even teach. To be oh, honest with that's you, true. because you can teach you that's can teach true. love and integrity to somebody, but are they going to really get it? Right. It's something that they has you, to you, be. It's, you, a, it's you something that's yes. internal. You,
1: you know? can't teach compassion. You can't you teach know. compassion.
0: You just right. can't. Right. I mean, and I've noticed that it doesn't matter if you sit down with somebody in the room. You say this is what the job is. This yeah. is the requirements. Right. It, you, you can tell them all that good stuff, right. but now right. when they go to put it in practice. What's the heart behind the action? That's right. <laughs> right. Right. So that's where I think the disconnect is happening at. And then if you right. really want to see change, I mean, if you're, if we're talking about animals, human beings, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you treat somebody with a certain type of heart, they'll they'll be more prompt to listen because they feel the, the energy behind yeah. what you're doing. If you're in a car with them for 15 to 20 minutes or even an hour, they know that, oh, he's just in the car with me. He doesn't really like me or mm-hmm. if you're in a car with them and you're having fun with them and you're really mm-hmm. engaging and stuff like that, they can feel that energy as well. Yeah. Yes. And so when you say, and so when you say Kevin or Jojo or whatever the case is, Hey, mm-hmm. try to do this better at work next time. They're more prone to listen to you because they know that you're investing time, energy and effort into them. Yeah. You right. know, so.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that, well, that's, that's the curriculum that I'm developing. We really, instead of focusing on the individual, we uh, provide guidance for the support and care team to really nice. look at themselves first. Nice. Wow. So that's, that's, that's what we do. Uh, whether job. you're a mentor at work, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a parent, you, if you are in that position to guide someone else, that means that you, you should be ready to look at yourself yes. and to think about what are my strengths? That I can pass along (laughs) to the apprentice, the client, the student, uh, whatever, uh, my child, right? What are the best qualities that I can use and pass along to the apprentice? And what are things that I don't do well uh, myself? You know, what are my personal biases? What are my implicit and explicit biases because I have to get rid of it. Like every day I have to get rid of it,
2: Yeah,
1: you know? And uh, I think that's what the curriculum is all about is to really teach people. uh, It doesn't matter if, if they are going to be in the position to guide somebody, uh, whether you're a parent or you're a clinician, an educator, mentors at work, businesses, you know, you got to be leaders. You are, do you know how to lead? Right. <laughs> A lot of people don't know how to lead. Right. So, like full inclusion, it looks good on the mm-hmm. website, you know, but nobody really knows how to do that well. You know, yeah. Because yeah. you got to dig deep.
0: Yeah, right. You definitely um, have to. I mean, based, yeah. just, just based on our conversation, it sounds like you're the perfect person to create that type of program and that type of training. So I just wanna I just wanna congratulate you on having that type of mindset because Wonderful. you know, we've dealt with a lot of people, you know. Um, you know, recently we've been dealing with people who who are either they used to be on a fence about that and now they're kinda coming over to the other side with the side of the light. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it seems like you're already in that place and um and creating that training I think is gonna be very beneficial to a lot of people. So Congratulations and,
1: and well, up. I haven't done anything yet. No, I d- I'm talking I
0: just about just the future doing a lot of thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But,
2: but what you have here, it, it's it's a blueprint,
0: which is what you need. And, and, and plus, everything starts with an idea, right? That's right. The idea happens yes. first. Well you ponder it, you ponder it. Yes. You think about it. You consider all the steps and all the investment that's going to go into it, and then mm-hmm. you take action. So you I have to plan. You do. have to plan a building first, like before you actually start the construction, I, right? I same same yes. process. So uh, I mean, I love the page that you're on and the path that you're on. I think it's um, I think yeah. it's going to be very impactful for a lot of people.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
2: and in our experiences, we do we do see where uh, the employer comes to us, even though we don't do vocational rehab. Right. But of course, you wear all the hats. You know, you, you get paid for one thing, <laughs> yeah. but honestly, you got to do yeah, it all yeah. right. So then the employers will come to us and say, you know what, they're better employees than. Everyone else that I have here, exactly. and then they start now rethinking. Exactly. Okay, maybe I am more open to a, a more diverse yeah. uh, a people. You know, yeah, yeah. What do they consider the norm?
1: And right. if they give it their all. You teach them how to do it, and they take it yes. and they run with they it. They have incredible work ethics. Yes. Now that are. I'm out on social media on Instagram, I get messages very often about people. Uh, like saying, oh, my gosh, I got fired again. Yeah. Or, I have to start at an entry level again and hoping that my supervisor would notice my qualities. You know, that, that, that is heartbreaking for me. Yeah. 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 Many, many autistic women uh, are in this position where they cannot fully disclose. So they have they and then when they get fired, they don't see it coming. You know, and yes. it happens
0: all the time, all the time. Yeah. Well, Macy, I mean, I mean, I truly appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Is there anything else My that pleasure. you would like to add to the conversation? And and before and before we um kind of kind of you know break up you know go our separate ways, I want you to kind of give everybody a way that they can contact you and support you as well.
1: Well, uh, I'm very proud of uh, all of our. Upcoming events for April: We have two online autistic uh, art auctions. A uh, one on live Facebook with the autistic grandma, and the other one with uh, uh, on live Instagram with Caitlin Stamus. And uh, so this is to spotlight autistic art makers of different kinds. It's just to also uh, shine positive uh, all things about autistic people. Um, We have this two events uh, for April. In May, we have the uh, online class for uh, parents and youth on building autistic owned home businesses. So make sure you guys come to that. Our YouTube channel, Autism Career Pathways, which I don't take care of. I don't. I don't have time to really take care of the YouTube channel, but I'm quite proud of it because I interview autistic people to talk about their career journeys. Yes. So coming up, I'm interviewing Erin. Uh, she is. She works for the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies. If you're in sports, not like me, yeah. um, my special interest mm-hmm. is basketball and all things nba you know <laughs> talk to me. Uh, i'm super excited uh to interview erin and i put all these interviews on autism career pathways youtube channel uh and uh, people can go over there if they don't know which way they want to go work wise or what kind of uh schooling they want to focus on. They can listen to these interviews because I have people talk about the pros and cons yes. working in their career. Yeah. Uh, uh, other than that, uh, Autism Curve Pathways is working really hard to make a difference by creating the how-to tools. Mm-hmm. So if people can support us by donating or buying autistic products. Yes. Autistic created products. There is a tab on our website uh, that says Autistic Own, and I try to create as a list of different categories there services, yeah. food products, uh, just just support Autistic adults. Yeah.
0: Okay. And what's the website? It's Autism Career
1: Pathways. Pathways.com.
0: Pathways. Pathways. Oh, mm-hmm. Dot org. Dot org. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that's
0: it. Okay. We ask
2: our viewers to comment down below, engage um, in a conversation, any questions you may have. We just, we want the engagement and we welcome it. Comment, like, subscribe.